Welcome to the Excellent Podcast, the show where we watch every single episode of Regular Show and give you a breakdown. I'm your co-host, Josh, and with me today is... Your other co-host, Jason, and also with us today is a very special guest star... CJ! (laughs) (laughs) How's it going, CJ? How are you today? I'm good. I'm so excited to be joining you guys. I've never done a podcast before, so this is a new new experience for me. That's pretty cool. Oh, wow. First guest, first time experience. Woo! Yeah. She she knows about this podcast, but you haven't really listened to any episodes, right? Because you... <laughs> I'm a fake fan. <laughs> no, I, I listened to some to get an idea of how I could contribute to today, but yeah, I don't listen and I haven't really watched the show, so... So, um, to the audience that is uh, listening right now, for context, CJ's my girlfriend. Uh, I think I mentioned you a couple times on the show before, but you wouldn't know that. Um, <laughs> oh, <laughs> um, wow. And I, I say, like, why don't you listen? You're like, well, I could just talk to you. And I'm like, well, we don't talk about regular shows. <laughs> yeah, and it's like, it, I mean, I don't watch regular shows, so that's why it's like, if it was something that I already know about, then I'd be like, oh. Yeah, that's fair. So, And then I'm not, you know, if I'm not watching it, then, but it, you know, regular watch, regular watchers of the regular show <laughs> would probably, uh, you know, and, you know, enjoy your podcasts. That's fair. I yeah. can totally see that. <laughs> Cool. Uh, so, Josh, what episode are we going to be watching today? We are going to be watching Season 1, Episode 9, Prank Callers. Prank Callers. All right, so what were your This would have been a good... Wait, I was going to say, like, this would have been a good April Fool's episode. Mm. I could see that. Oh, yeah, because it's about, like, pranks and stuff like uh, that. Well, it's April Fool's week, mm-hmm. so... Yeah, true. April Fool's week. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, when do you guys consider the end of the week? Probably... Today, maybe. I mean, like, because mm-hmm. I know it's it's just Friday and not Saturday, but since Saturday's the weekend, it's because it's Friday where you, like, get all your work done for the week, so I consider this the end of the week, mm-hmm. you know? I mean, technically, it's Sunday. Oh. Or, actually, did you know that Sunday's the first day of the week? Yeah. Yeah, that's what yeah. I was thinking. Because Sunday's a weekday, um, even though it might be on the weekend, it's because the next day is Monday, and Monday's, like, yeah. back to work. Um, it's considered a weekday, you know, because you got to, like, go to bed early and get ready for the next yeah. day. It's so weird. Dude, who thought about these things? I don't even know. I know. Who made this? Father Time, maybe, a regular show. Father Time? Oh, my God. Oh, no. We're going to get to him later on. <laughs> way later on. Spoiler. Mm-hmm. No, I'm kidding. Cool. Um, all right, so what were your thoughts like going into this episode, Prank Callers? Uh, I expected it to be funny See, from, the, from the title. True. And I expected to hear some like really good uh, jokes. Yep, but... I won't, I won't say if they were good or not. I'll save that for later. Season 1, Episode 9, Prank Callers. We are opened up with the intro, and we hear chirps and birds in the back, as usual. We open up with Mordecai and Rigby watching... It, the website says Woohoo. Obviously, that's supposed to be YouTube. They're just watching, like, your typical 2010 prank call video. Because this was the year 2010 of when this was made. And I had a note about the shot at 12 seconds when they are, like, looking at the computer. That shot right there, that shot right there is often used in regular show commercials and memes of them just, like, looking at the computer and laughing. It's used for, like, promos and stuff. Wow. I can see that. Yeah. Do you know that little, I kind of 
mentioned this before on the show, that little Cartoon Network jingle at the end of every episode when it goes like, doom, 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 doom. And then it has them <laughs> laughing together. It's usually that uh, shot right there, you know what I mean? Uh, wow. It's a famous shot. It is a famous shot. It's kind of like, it's recognizable as the pointing in the power, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I know what you mean. So then Mordecai and Rigby are just watching this video of an old lady getting prank called and the the stick of a joke is just, you know, Joe Mama, which is obviously a very classic uh, prank. Joe uh, And this prank was by the prank master. The master prank caller, yeah. Yeah, the master prank Connor, Connor. Connor. <laughs> caller. I also, I wrote down uh, that I think after this episode came out, people started doing prank calls like every single time they had a chance. I could see that. I mean, because I, I, I think I did at one point. I've definitely done prank calls before. Um, yeah, exactly. So this scene right here, it just describes 2010 YouTube humor perfectly. Where I mean, it was very good. It was back, I liked it. Yeah, it was back when YouTube was like a place for like just like viral videos and you thought of YouTube as like the place for like funny cat videos or whatever. I feel like nowadays YouTube <laughs> is more like vlogging and restricted like, and yeah and strict too and just like keeping up with your influencers and stuff like that it's not so much like just a pool of like all these random videos from different people like you definitely have like your like different youtubers that you follow and be consistent with mm -hmm. you think uh youtube will ever go into like that social media kind of thing um like how like instagram and facebook kind of well they they do have like because they have polls now. Yeah, they do have polls, and they start. Or they been have polls, and they started to have like, like community pages where you could like post messages on, and exactly. And you've been able to well, you've been able to make money off of YouTube for like a long time, and mm -hmm. yeah, I don't know. I I feel like whenever people are on social media, YouTube is definitely the hardest one to keep up with mm -hmm. because like you have to definitely. actually post videos and you have to commit time to make them and edit them. Um, that's kind of the reason I stepped back from it, um, because like it just takes so much commitment. And ever since I started college, that's usually when it when it started for me. But uh, um, but then when like TikTok and Snapchat came around, it kind of it was more accessible and it was more easy, you know. I, I was gonna say now you're a TikToker. <laughs> yeah, because like I don't have that much time in my life anymore to be able to like film and edit a video and post it so like if only there was an app where i could just like film a quick one minute long video and just post it oh hey TikTok, you know mm -hmm. and like you also get a lot more views because it's like i don't know i forgot what you said it's like um on youtube it's harder to like be on the explore page right uh -huh. so i don't know if that's like you know, with the For You page, it's like, it's so randomized. Like, anyone could really make it on there and then have their video go viral. But on YouTube, it's like, you'd already have to be established for anything to be found, you know? Yeah. So... Jason, I've seen you on my For You page a lot. Really? <laughs> Me too. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah. Um, just yesterday, so outside of my dorm, they had this little tent, um, and they were taking pictures. It was like the... The multicultural affairs 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 club, <laughs> yep. um, and they were taking picture. They every student that like walks by, they ask like, "Hey, do you want to take a picture like for the hashtag Stop Asian Hate Trend or not Trend? That's bad. Oh, oh. Um, trend. It's a it's a thing. Well, hey, you and I are Asian, so whatever. Um, yeah, I know. So <laughs> I I was like, oh yeah, sure. Like 
uh, I'll definitely take one because you know, obviously that's something that's important. I I support it obviously. Uh, but then afterwards, the area hall director, she after she took my picture, she was like, "Oh yeah, by the way, I saw your TikTok where you roasted all of the um, residence halls here on campus." <laughs> yeah, so I basically made this video where like there's a sound where you like kind of like pick a category and you like the first one's like oh those guys wish they were us and it goes down the line well at least I'm oh. not that guy at least I'm not you know who you know who and then at the end it's like words can hurt yeah so I basically made that with all of like the residence halls from greatest to least oh no she's like you're roasting my own, like my job. These are these are the buildings that I take care of, and you just roasted my whole career. She thought it was funny. She <laughs> she she did think it was funny. She's like the area hall director that I'm like the most chill with. Mm, yeah. yeah, she's nice. I got to meet her before, and she's so chill. Mm -hmm. As they were watching the prank call videos, they just like start dying laughing, um, and then Rigby was like. He basically says like, oh man, the master prank caller is the funniest thing on the internet. And Mordecai is like, well, you know, the only thing funnier than watching prank calls. And then you look over at the phone, of course, making prank calls. So that's what they do. They look at each other and they go, hmm, 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 which is one hmm for the episode. And then they call Pops, who is in the other room. And he's ironing his clothes. And they say like, Rigby's on the phone saying like, hi, Pops. Please hold for a collect call from Joe Mama. And then they start dying laughing. But of course, Pops is oblivious and pause. Pops is oblivious and he doesn't under understand the joke. Um, I had a note about Pops holding the phone. So obviously, like, we know that Pops is very old timey and he's using a phone that looks like it's from the 1800s. Um, yeah. Where Pops is holding the little, like, cone phone on his head. He doesn't have any visible ears, but that's where they would be if he did. You know what I mean? Because mm. it kind of looks like he's holding it at its chin. We know that he has like a big head, you know. It, if someone that's really good with art, please draw Pops with ears. I'm very mm. interested to see that. Yeah, that'd be super weird. Like, would they be big like his head or like small, uh, like his face? Um, artist, go at it. You can <laughs> bring, put different portions of it. It's funny. I'd like to see it. Send it to us on our Twitter. At, or Reddit. at excellent pod. I also had a note for Pops. So obviously, like we mentioned earlier, I'm not an avid regular show watcher. So seeing Pops head, I was like, why does it look like that? And then I, I thought of like a, mo a yo mama joke just by looking at his head. And I was like, how is your mama okay after that head went through her birthing hole? <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God. Oh, yeah, that... You just roasted the <laughs> nicest man on earth. That would hurt, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that'd be painful. I don't know how... I mean... Uh. I mean, so I've heard... <laughs> I've heard that during childbirth, a vagina can expand up to 400 times its size. But uh, even then, uh, that had to hurt with pops, because childbirth hurts a lot, but pops, just imagine. I mean, yeah. his head couldn't have been that big when he was a kid. True, and we do see flashbacks of him. Where his head is smaller. Yeah, later on. Yeah, so oh, I yeah, guess yeah. that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I guess we had, this, still... we had this idea that he was being birthed at the size of an adult. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, his body would have been fine. Uh, it's just his head. Oh, that's so weird. Oh, God, I don't like... Oh, I can't imagine. Stop. Uh, now it's in my <laughs> head. So, Mordecai and Rigby uh, hang up the phone after pranking Pops. They proceed to call Skips, 
where Rigby asks, hey, do you have a son named Joe Mama? Joe Mama, again. Which is, which, oh my god, I, I think the second one was probably the worst one. And uh, after they call Skips, they call Benson. I forgot what they said. Oh, uh, they they say like, hey, do you? Uh, they say something about books like, have you read any books by Joe Mama or something like that? Oh yeah, mm-hmm. Mordecai calls Benson and asks him, have you read any books by Joe Mama? And then they start laughing, uh, which Benson doesn't, or which Benson doesn't hang up the phone, or neither Mordecai and Rigby or Benson hang up the phone. Mm-hmm. Uh, which Benson? Uh, voice crack. <clears throat> Stop. <laughs> so, so Benson is still on the phone, like threatening them, like, "Who is this? I will find you!" And then Mordecai is mocking uh Benson, saying, "Oh, dude, he's still on the phone." Yeah. And then they proceed, and then they continue on like dying, laughing. Mm-hmm. Um. Mm-hmm. Now that I yeah, that- now that I think of it. This part where they're dying laughing is probably the hardest we ever see Mordecai and Rigby laugh for the entire series because they just like cannot really? they, well they cannot contain themselves because we've seen them laugh before but yeah again now that I think of it we've never seen them like at the point where they were just like rolling on the floor and they're like uncontrollably laughing um, mm-hmm. that that kind of reminds me of middle school where you used to like prank call people and I feel like. Prank calls back then always gave extra excitement because you're actually messing with someone live, you know, and you know that they're out there. Um, mm-hmm. It's it kind of reminded me of uh, the story of when I got stream sniped. Oh my <laughs> gosh! How? Did I tell you that story, Josh? No, okay, no. Well, Cassie knows the story. CJ knows the story. Um, <laughs> so there was this trend on TikTok where you live streamed yourself sleeping. Oh, wait, yeah, never mind. I remember yeah. this. Never mind. And I'll just tell the viewers real oh, quick. My... So, yeah, I was ahead. sleeping on my live stream. I don't know why. It was kind of a dumb but funny trend. And I get a phone call and it messes up my stream, so it ends. And then I find out that I find out who it was. It was CJ's little sister. She is 13 and she was with one of her friends. And, you know, hell? as, you know, basically this uh, prank show is basically. Or the, what's it called? Prank callers. It's basically, like, the mindset of a 13-year-old. So, <clears throat> or my little sister, my, uh, well, I already said I'll her name. So, yeah. My little sister basically, you know, in in a new sense, prank called Jason. Huh. But not, like, really. You know, like, she didn't, did she talk to you? She she didn't talk to me because, like, I, I never had her number saved in my phone, like, with the Ooh. name and everything. So, I didn't know who it was. So, I just didn't pick it up. Mm. But... It ended my stream, so I always made the joke that she stream snipes me in real life. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oof. Uh, don't do that, kids. Don't stream snipe, because then you're going to get banned from Fortnite for no reason. <laughs> Ninja. <laughs> Ninja. Yeah. Um, also, I like how Joe Mama is like the butt of this this joke, and it's like the main punchline of the episode. I mean, I still use it. And, and that's what my note was, because this joke about Joe Mama was pretty big back then, but it died quickly. But for some reason, it kind of got resurrected. Like only re- it's funny. Yeah, Joe Mama. Have you ever seen or heard anyone get Joe mama in real life? Me, Every Day by Ralph. Oh, of course. Yeah. Of course. <laughs> it's, not even in a, it's not even in like a clever way. He's just like, hey, uh, Joe Mama. It's like, yeah. God damn it. That's not you got me. I know. 
Uh, I mean, sometimes it is, but most of the time it's not. True. We, me and CJ, were both at the same place when mm-hmm. we heard someone get Joe Mamba. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, tell me the story. Go. Oh, gosh. I don't know. I'm sure you could tell it better. It, let me know if I leave out okay. any points. But um, So we were on the band bus going to, what's it? what was it? We were going to Texas for the national championships for our college. Yeah, and so, <laughs> I don't know why that was funny. Don't. Well, talk closer um, to the mic is what I'm trying I'm to do. I'm literally talking, like, look. I mean, I can hear her fine. Yeah, okay, I'm talking. Good. I just want to make sure, because, like, the sound waves are a little small on what I'm seeing on the screen. No, wait, you talk right now. Uh, no. Okay, so this is how I'm talking right now, and this is how, like, I usually am. Like, this is me talking at full volume. Like, hey, what's up, guys? We're watching regular show. And then this is me talking right now. See how it just what? got smaller? The sound waves just got smaller. <laughs> Because she doesn't Hello. have that big of a voice as you, dude. I know, so that's why I'm having her talk close to the You're mic. You're having her scream. No, I'm, I'm, she, you don't have to he scream. Was, to he was literally, to. like, he had his hand on my back and was, like, pushing me. I'm like, bro, how, <laughs> how am I supposed to talk but you while you're literally pushing my you back? You didn't understand what I was trying to do, so you're like, why are you pushing me? I was like, no. <laughs> well, no, I understand what you're trying to do, but so pushing really, me is... <laughs> Well, because I don't want to interrupt your story. But then it's distracting me if you're touching my back, (laughs) trying to get me to talk louder. I'm like, and then I'm trying to think about what I'm saying, but... Okay, I I, I could finish the story. Yeah, you just tell the story because you're louder. Okay, so... You're better. We were on the bus going to Texas. It was like a, what, 16-ish hour drive or something like that? Jesus. It was pretty long, yeah, Mm -hmm. because it was last year... Our football team made the national championships and the, the marching band got to go down to Texas with them. It was pretty fun. And we were on the bus and me and CJ were like sitting next to each other um, for that entire ride. But our band director was taking attendance at the beginning of the trip, like right at like as we were leaving the parking lot. And he's like, uh, Jason Madrano here, Cassie Miller here. And then he's just going down the list, and suddenly he says out loud, Joe Mama? (laughs) And so some student wrote Joe Mama on the sheet, and and so our professor read it out loud, and it was the funniest thing ever. And Uh, the entire bus just Joe Mama would never die. Yeah, and I remember the entire bus just, like, started, like, like getting all riled up. I don't know. Like, we felt like we were back in high school or middle school. It was fun. it's still funny. I don't know how adults don't find that funny. Yeah, well, he, he found it funny because he's a chill professor. Like, for being like, so, like, like, prestigious, he's super chill. He was like, he's still on the phone. And then they're, like, both laughing, like, how their voice sounds. And then I thought to myself, like, wait, like, aren't they all friends and they all are in the whole show together? Like, how did none of them recognize their voice? Um, especially Benson, when they're literally, at like, laughing and then asking him if he's still on the phone. Oh, yes. uh, we'll see. You'll, you'll, we'll, we'll see soon. We'll see soon. I mean, but that, that's a good point. Yeah, I don't know. Obviously, what, personally, I don't know what you're referring to, Josh. But I guess we'll see. <laughs> no, well, what CJ is saying is like, how did Benson not recognize it was Mordecai and Rigby in the first place? Oh, true, mm-hmm. true, true. Oh, now yeah. I get it. Okay, because we're gonna yeah. see what happens. I'm Sorry, I forgot. I haven't seen this episode a lot. You watched what it do you with mean? me just ten minutes ago. I know, but like, okay, well, we'll you wa- we'll, you. Oh my. We'll goodness. talk about that at lunchtime. <laughs> okay so okay we're at 141 i'm just gonna play right now so rigby mm-hmm. was like oh that was so funny we're the best prank callers ever mordecai's like well second best and rigby's like what did you not just see what we just did that was hilarious and then mordecai's like well we're not gonna be number one until we do this so he picks up the phone book 
and he calls the master prank caller, and Rigby's like, holy crap, holy crud in foreign versions, by the way. Um, and then Benson comes in the room, so that's what Josh was referring to. So yeah, I guess yeah. when um, when the camera like panned away from Benson, what he was doing like uh, in the meantime was like making his way over, being like, oh, it was more kind of Rigby, those little shits, let me get over there. Um, so he goes up to the phone, and he's like, ring, ring, who's this? Mordecai and Rigby are banned from using the house phone? Okay. And then he gets red and rips the phone off of the wall, or just out, like, out of nowhere. Um, that escalated quickly. I mean, Benson didn't have to destroy it, and how was, I know that there were other house phones, but, like, how's everyone supposed to use the phone now? And he's always complaining about Mordecai and Rigby breaking stuff, but look what he just did. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I, I wrote down Benson could have easily fired Mordecai and Rigby right then and there. Yeah, or just, like, give him a write-up or something like that, you know? Mm-hmm. Ah, well, knowing Benson. Yeah. He's yeah. the type of person to just, like, hey, fuck you, go get out of here. True. <laughs> yeah, I also made a note, and I said, y'all, my bubblegum brother needs some anger management classes. <laughs> He's, like, ruined the whole home phone. If that's, like, the community phone, then who else is going to make calls, you know? Yeah, there is an episode about... Benson's anger management. It's because um, he's lonely. True. Yeah. yeah that's that could true. do it. Yeah. Um, so he, Benson's all like, yeah, good luck making your prank calls now. And he just storms off. And they're like, oh, that, sh-. that was like super extra of him to do. Yeah. Like he didn't need to do that. Right. And so obviously Mordecai and Rigby, they're, they're like, ah, I don't really give a shit. Let's just go use Pops' phone. All right. So Mordecai and Rigby go up to Pops' room to ask uh, if they could use his phone. Uh, but Pops is still on the phone waiting for Joe Mama, which, you know, I don't know why. He's letting his, uh, pants burn, so Pops just says he, Mordecai and Rigby can use, uh, the phones underneath his bed, which are 80 cell phones, which, wait, pause it. Yep. Which is, 80 cell phones is an obvious reference of J.G. Quinto's love for the 80s. Yeah, this is like a direct reference, like, actually I say don't. 80s. Like, whoa, 80 cell phones. Mm-hmm. And then um, Pops, or Mordecai and Rigby, then take the phone, and Pops then warns them, oh, be careful, boys. I hear that uh, if you, what, hold them long enough or something, or you use them long enough, they give you brain tumors. Mm-hmm. So and I'm then, like, what the fuck? And then Pops turns around after warning them, and we could just see his head throbbing, and like... Oh, yeah. So... I guess, like, that's how we learned that Benson got his huge head. But, I mean, I did have a note. He he has a huge head, yeah, and I guess, like, he got that way because of using the phones. But we later see pictures of Pops in the series as a child, and he's always had a big head, so I don't know. Maybe just... Benson's always probably had a bad head. But what? Sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, maybe just made it bigger. Like, just made it worse, but... True, yeah. Yeah. Because Benson is supposed to be, like, his art style is after a lollipop. Aww. You mean gumball machine? No, lollipop. Oh, I thought you said Benson for a second. Did I say Benson? Well, Pops. I don't know if it did uh, you. Maybe you did. I don't know. Well, um, the origin of Pops, actually, Pops was one of the earliest characters of regular show, and he existed before regular show did, actually. I thought it was Benson as well. Um, I think so, because... Regular show and some of the characters were born when J.G. Quintel was a student at Cal Arts. J.G. Uh-huh. Quintel is the creator, CJ. Um, and he had to make, like, the student film. So he made this, like, 
film called The Naive Man from Lolly Land. And then that was that was starring Pops. And then he made another film called Made in the AMPM or something like that. And I believe that was starring Benson. Oh. Yeah, those were where the, the characters were born. You know, speaking of J.G. Quintel, I actually have H... I think... Isn't his new show close enough on HBO Max or something? It is on HBO Max. Alright, time to watch it. Now, you got HBO Max? Yep. Nice. I watched the first episode. There's a lot of regular show references in there. I can't... I've been watching, like, clips on YouTube, but um, I really want to watch, like, in a, a full... Full on episode. Yeah, I like how JJ Quintel is keeping his original Mordecai voice or his own right. voice. Because he's super ta- his natural voice is talented enough. Yeah, it's true. So Mordecai and Rigby are putting tinfoil hats on because that's kind of how you protect yourself from this stuff. Like kind of like how when they people wear tinfoil hats during like alien abductions because that's how you like protect yourself, I guess. Um, did you have... I, I thought they were doing it to protect themselves from brain tumors. Yeah, that too. So I guess it's like all in like the same kind of context. Thing. Yeah, you know. Uh, did you yeah. have a note, CJ? It was literally just me saying like, why do they put those things on their head? And you just explained oh, it. So I just explained it. Yeah. I, I think as kids we didn't understand why they put it on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like they just put it on and we're just like, oh, okay, well. <laughs> There it is. Yeah, just go along with it. Kind of like, I guess is what they're doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, overall, it didn't really play like too much relevance in the show. I guess the only reason they threw that in to make the joke about Pops' huge head. That's really the only True. purpose it serves. But um, Probably. So Mordecai and Rigby are outside next to a tall tree. And then they call the master prank caller. Mordecai tries pranking him saying like, hey, this is the pizza delivery guy. I have the 50 pizzas that you ordered here. And they're getting all giddy, thinking that they're going to get him. But then mm-hmm. the master print caller reverse unos them, saying like, oh, sounds great, bring them over. And then catching Mordecai and Rigby off guard, they're like, oh, you did order 50 pizzas? Yeah, hot wings. Get over here, okay? Your mom's like totally starving. That's a big roast on, on, on them. Oof. <laughs> yeah, so then Rigby takes a try at it. He's like, hi, this is Stan. Stan who? Uh, Stan... Stanmanson, and then he loses his accent, and then basically, like, long story short, the 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 master prank caller says like that's the stupidest joke I've ever heard, and it just doesn't work. And then the master prank caller ends up being like, "Stop calling here, or I'm gonna make you sorry." I, I was gonna say uh, the master prank caller's uh, voice is, I think, isn't he? It sounds like Benson's voice actor. Yes, that's what I also wrote down. It's probably him. Sam Marin. Because it kind of sounds like it. Actually, no, I'm, it's it's Sam Marin. It has to be. Get here quick, okay? Your mom's, like, totally starving. So, yeah, Mordecai says that, whoa, this guy is good. And he suggests that we give, that they give up. But Rigby's like, nah, do you want to be this guy's son? Or do you want to be number one? So then they get, so then Mordecai does the second, <laughs> and then proceeds to call the master prank caller again, but instantly gets hung up on because of master prank. That spring caller just knows what they're gonna say, yeah. And they do this for like a couple of times. Yeah, they just keep like going back and forth trying to keep prank calling him, but then like they just get hung up on immediately because he's too good. He's he's a pro. Yeah, true. In this scene, every single time they like try to call him, they begin with like a hmm hmm. Let me try this, and oh really? Yeah, in total, they said hmm three times in this scene. 
Oh, wow, I, I didn't even notice that. Yeah, so we could add that to the list of hmms. Um, so then Mordecai is like, dude, like, you, you suck at making prank calls, and like, and just, like, kind of, like, like, teases Rigby about that. And then Mordecai's phone starts ringing, and then he's, like, he thinks that it's Rigby. He's like, dude, nice try. I know that you're calling me. And Rigby's like, uh, it's not me, dude. And then Mordecai's like, hello? And then we cut to the, to the master prank caller, and he's in the bathtub now. In later on, we find out that he's a cell phone or like a '80s phone, so he's getting electrocuted. Um, mm. Basically, he's like, "Is this the pizza guy or Stan Stamenson?" And he's like, "Both." And he's like, "Oh well, I warned you to leave me alone, so now you're gonna poop a duke." The 1980s call, they want their cell phones back, and Mordecai and Rigby, Rigby get sucked into the phone and get transported back, but we don't know where yet. We're gonna find out in a sec. Did you have any notes, CJ? Yeah, I had a note. So when the master prank caller called them and then is like, oh, is this the, who are the? the pizza guy. Yeah, Stan. pizza guy or Stan Smith. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> Stan <laughs> And then I was thinking to myself, why didn't they like star 67 this dude? Like I know when I made prank calls, like I'd always make sure to do that because I'd probably cry for days if one of the people I prank called called me back and they were like we're gonna arrest you like 13 year old me would probably have like peed my pants or something so you know hearing them just be like oh yeah like it it, it's both of us like they admitted to it like they admitted that they were them too I was like bro right it's a kid kid show (laughs) yeah yeah I would be like "Mm." stranger danger oh but I have I have a question for you guys yeah have you guys ever accidentally called 911? Uh, oh my gosh, I did that the other day. <laughs> me too, actually. We both did it this week. Why? Do I, do I even want to know? Yeah. Because actually, both of us have the same reason of how it happened. Right. So, I was recording a video because, so as you know, like you know, we're in college right now. And I am uh-huh. um, in like choir and I have to record like choir pieces and all mm. that good stuff and mm-hmm. I put it on like a ring light thing and it holds the phone like in place and mm-hmm. I didn't know that the holder was like pressing down on the like I think the lock button or one of the buttons that if you hold it down for more than 10 seconds it automatically calls 911 mm-hmm. and then it started making the sound and then I freaked out and I picked it up and it was already dialing and I'm like oh because I accidentally called 911 at work, too. That's a whole other story. And they told me they told me if I ever accidentally called 911 to stay on the line and tell them, like, oh, sorry, it's an accident. So then they won't, like, send a whole ambulance with, like, the siren and everything, thinking that I'm, like, murdered or something. Um, mm-hmm. So I stayed on the line and told them. And they're like, okay, like, we'll probably still have to uh, bring the police over just in case to make sure, you know, like, you know, oh domestic, like, domestic violence or anything like that. They just want to be safe. And... Ten minutes later, a policeman came up, and I was like, hi, it was me. <laughs> like, I, you know, just a dumb, like, college kid just trying to record a stupid virtual choir video. So, yeah, that was my story. That was, oh, like, geez. a week ago. Jesus. Yeah. Man. Um, my story. So, this happened at 1 a.m. It was pretty rough. Oh, my God. Um, I, so, I was just, like, scrolling through TikTok, and... I saw this like video of like a, a dance tutorial. It was from The Greatest Showman. 
it was oh. the, the last dance number from now on and greatest showman is like i i love that movie so much and i love the soundtrack and i've never been, seen it oh you need to watch it and i've been wanting to learn the from now on dance choreography for choreography for the longest time and when i saw the dance tutorial i was like oh hell yeah i'm gonna learn this right now i don't even care that's when i am so i learned it and i like kind of got the hang of it and i was like okay i'm at i'm at a good spot where i, I want to record myself so just like CJ, I tried putting it in my little tripod thing where it like clamps down on the phone. And I didn't even notice that it was calling 911 because it called 911 the same way. Like CJ said, there's like this thing where when you call 911, it makes the big sound. But there's a feature to turn that off because imagine if like you're in a van being kidnapped, you wouldn't want that sound to just bloop, burp, like go out of nowhere because then your cover is blown so i turned it off in case if like i'm ever in that situation but that uh-huh. ended up screwing me over because i didn't even realize i was on the line with 911 but oh i don't even God. know was the operator yeah. like sir hello I, hello hello i don't know what because like i couldn't hear it and i, I didn't notice like and i didn't even know how long i was on until i like saw it and i like just quickly hung up and i was like shit so oh I like, my god that was my first time ever doing that so i google searched what i was supposed to do and then of course i see that you're supposed to stay on the line i'm so, smart that's what i did so i'm educated i called back and i was like hi that was me like I, i'm completely oh fine and then um i was super nervous that i i even called like campus safety at our college because i was like hi uh, what do i do and then she was like, oh, just just call back and then we find uh, if the police come, like, they'll probably just come to, like, the college address, not exactly your dorm, so it'll be fine. And then, like, thanks for telling me, so in case if someone comes, like, I'll know what it was about. Yeah. Oof. I wish it was more like, a, oh, yeah, when I was six years old, I accidentally pressed it, which I actually did that, too. <laughs> but, Jeez. you know, I know I called them a lot of times. Um, but, yeah, that, it unfortunately happened more recently than the normal person <laughs> when they were a kid. <laughs> Um, How about you, Josh? Does it, do you ever do that? Nope, because I'm careful. Oh, well, good for oh, you. Oh, yeah, you're so great yeah. and everything. <laughs> Talent. Well, excuse me. <laughs> no, actually, no, wait. I, now that I think about it, there was this one time where me and my brother... Uh, I don't know why we did it, but we actually... Did, we didn't accidentally. We purposely called nine one one to see what would happen. What? Oh, my gosh, you're crazy. This was, this was years ago. We were kids. <laughs> Okay. So last year, it was <laughs> no, it wasn't. It was like I would say over ten years ago, maybe. Mm-hmm. So it was a while. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah, so we just decided, oh, what what ha- what will happen if we called nine one one? So then it we we waited for someone to say something. Uh, the operator said hello. Did nine one one? What's your emergency? And we we're like, oh shit! And then ex- and then just hung up. Oh my tsk, tsk. goodness. I, I didn't what, know what, what did you expect them to say? I don't know. I was a child. <laughs> I, I was I, a child. Dumbass. You could have just looked it up. <laughs> what no. do they do when you call 911? I wasn't smart back then. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh. Right. Anyways, back to the episode. So Mordecai and Rigby pop out from the exact same spot, but in a different time period because... The trees are all smaller, pointed out by Rigby. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, they also point out that the bench is also new, new looking. So they see Pops planting a tree. So they walk up to Pops uh, and ask him, is everything fine? But then 
They, but when Pops turns around, they see Pops doesn't have his like mustache. Mordecai and Rigby ask him like, "Do you, do you or do you, have you noticed anything weird going on?" Uh, Pops just says, "No." And how do you know my name? And then Rick, Mordecai and Rigby are like, "Where Mo it's Mordecai and Rigby. We work with you." And then Pops is all is all like, "Oh, I I've never seen you two in my life." So right. then uh, Mordecai and Rigby then ask, um, what year, or what was it? What year is it? Pop says, oh, it's the 1980s, or the 1980s or something, um, something like that. So yeah, they're in the year 1982. Um, yeah. And then so they're like, something weird's going on, and then they look over, and then they see a bunch of break dancers that are just like uh, freestyling in the park. And they're obviously dressed like they're they're in the eighties. They have like the the window shutter glasses. He has the boombox on his shoulder. And he has the the tall like um, kind of Kobe Trent style haircut. Mm -hmm. Do you remember that guy? I think so. Yeah, well, I he has so. that haircut. That Kobe's the guy that went to our school. Oh my God! Yeah, I remember. Oh God! Now I know. Yeah. Oh God. I love that kid. He was so funny. What are? Oh my God! I'm trying to remember his face. I don't think I can. Um, I don't know what, like, where he's at now. We kind of lost touch because I don't think he's on social media too much anymore. But he was in, like, yeah. like all of my classes and we had, like, we, we helped each other cheat on tests all the time. Nice. Ooh. Ooh. Um, Everyone does it. Yeah, yeah. especially now. True, yeah. Exactly. Yeah, in yeah. Wait, oh, wait, don't tell, it. Don't tell him that. Why are you oh, wait, what? Honest? Yeah, I'm, I'm always yeah, reading exactly. and studying. Yeah. Not exactly. using my notes during tests. No. We obviously uh, we know that like Pops doesn't have a mustache, but in future episodes, whenever we see Pops like younger, he has always had a mustache. Um, Wait, really? Yes, that that was actually a note on the fan wiki for this episode, but huh. they probably took off his mustache for just this episode so they could, the viewers like, would be able to distinguish him from the current to young one. Mm -hmm. um, also. It looks like Pops have, has never changed his style throughout the years because he's dressed the exact same way. Um, True. All fancy-like. Yeah, which is interesting because, like, my grandpa, like, he, my Lolo, he dresses pretty, like, like old-ish, like, like how an, a normal, like, old person would dress. But even back in the 70s, he used to wear bell-bottoms. Hmm. It was pretty stylish, yeah. Hmm. yeah. Did you ever know about that, too? I was going to ask, like, is Pops British? Like, I don't, or, like... Brit, I don't know, like English or whatever. Um, yes. Because, like, yeah, because he has a little top hat, right? And that's what they'd wear. <laughs> you think all British people wear top hats? <laughs> well, it just seems like that's. I mean, the only people that would, right? Anyone else just kind of like. I get that. Um, well, I haven't seen any other nationality. We see later I'm on. I'm that, trying uh, to think. Yeah, yeah. Right. Well, Pops has a British taxi. Oh. Or or a brownish taxi. And does rather. he have the monocle? Or is that not? Oh, uh, no. He doesn't have a monocle, but his father does. Oh, for some... It reminds me of the um, Monopoly dude. Like, isn't that a Mandela effect where you, like, think that you remember it with the monocle, but actually he doesn't have a monocle? Yeah. No, he had a monocle. He did? No, the Monopoly what? guy did, yeah. Are you yeah. sure? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, you you might be thinking of the Pringles guy, which they look very oh. similar. Oh, yeah. So now that's no, what I feel like. No, Pringles guy does not have a monocle. Yeah, and so Pringles guy, no. Monopoly guy, yes. Oh, yeah. I don't know anymore. Well, I know that's something that people get frequently like mixed up. So when yeah. I saw Pops, I kind of like thought like he had a monocle. Mm -hmm. Just seems right. He, he he seems like the type of person to have a monocle. Yeah, it, yeah. it fits. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also, 
um, when the break dancers are like dancing, obviously we see we hear like synthesizer music because synthesizers were common in the eighties, but that sounds more Egyptian to me. I'm gonna put a sound bite right here. I'm telling you, dude, something weird's going on here. So you could hear that like it kind of sounds eighties, but it sounds more like Aeolian scale type. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, just a small note. It doesn't really matter too much. Yeah, and I was gonna I, say the the baggy pants dude looks like he needs to empty out whatever's in there because it looks like he got a lot of poop. You got the parachute like, pants. The parachute pants or a lot of rocks or something. It's really really baggy. Oh yeah, back to like the '80s break dancers. Uh, you can also tell that they're in the '80s because of the way they um, or the phrases they talk mm. or they say. Yeah. Um, so because like Rigby makes a note about that, so. They say words like, hold on, they say words they say, like, are they getting fresh with us and what else? Barf me out. Dill weed, home fry. And so Rigby is like, fresh, barf me out, home fry? Like, dude, we're in the 80s, man. And so that's when they ask Pops what year it is and he tells them 1982. Mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. So assuming that present day regular show is in 2010 and Mordecai and Rigby are 23, how old would that make, or what year would they be born in? Hold on, I can't do that kind of math in my head. 2010 minus 23. They were born in 1987, so they were just at the end of the 80s. When mm -hmm. they were I mean, they, they probably got a bunch of knowledge yeah. like when they were like three or four, okay. and then inherited 90s, or inherited the 80s. Because I know I... I got a lot of 90s, 90s stuff, and I was born in 2000. Yeah, true, because we were, we were all born in 2000, but like I've kind of said before that we were pretty much able to experience 90s culture, like VHS tapes and oh, stuff yeah. like that. Exactly. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, and we watched shows like Ed, Ed, and Eddie, and Hey Arnold, and stuff like that, Rugrats. Yeah, people mm -hmm. in like 1999 being like, oh, I'm a 90s kid. It's like, no, you're Shut not. Yeah. <laughs> it, you're not as much, you're like, we're both not 90 kids. Like, if you're, you were one and I was like nine months. Like, you're not special, yeah. you know? Yeah. Kylie <laughs> thinks that uh, I still don't belong in the, in the, or, oh, fuck. She says something about, or I said something about like me uh, being part of the 90s. Mm -hmm. She she still thinks, uh, no, be just because I was born in 2000, I'm like, excuse me, I know more of this than you do. Yeah, we're I not. count it. I, I as being like we're all like two thousand, so I guess we're kind of biased. Um, mm -hmm. But I definitely think like we've experienced so much, and it kind of everything bleeds over. You know, it's not like okay, ninety nine, gotta stop all the ninety stuff. It's like no, it's an ongoing, generational process where you're like okay, you know, every every like five years, it kind of slowly shifts, and mm -hmm. I think we were definitely still a part of that. Oh yeah, definitely. yeah. Yeah, because, like, 2010, like, the biggest thing to come out of the 2010s was, like, social media and technology. Now that 2020 is here, it's, like, social media ain't stopping. It's only getting bigger, you know? Mm, yeah. I was going to say, like, 2010 brought Barack Obama. I mean, that was 2007, but, or 2007, 2008, but still. Yeah, mm -hmm. true. So Mordecai is like, well, the only way we could get back to 2010 is if we prank the master prank caller harder than he pranked us. He tries calling the master prank caller and then he's like what did i say about calling me and so the phone like kind of explodes and the master prank caller comes out and we see that he is a giant cell phone a giant 80s cell phone with arms and legs and 
he starts attacking them by like pressing a bunch of buttons on himself and then so Mordecai and Rigby uh, find the cart and then they start to drive away and then as they're driving the master prank caller keeps calling them because Rigby still has a cell phone and then he keeps he kind of like puts a curse on them and they start appearing with like 80s clothes and stuff like that basically what's happening like long story short is they're trying to get away but the 80s keep catching up to them and so Mordecai suggests like we have to call someone to help like prank this guy so he calls Skips, Benson, and Pops back in 2010 which is interesting that uh that they're able to like call across time dimensions but uh, it helps with the episode um yeah so Pops is like oh it's Mordecai and Rigby they're stuck in the 1980s and of course like Benson doesn't believe them he thinks that they're still prank calling them and Mordecai's like crap like we're actually in trouble but he doesn't believe us um, so Rigby says, he's like, give me that. The 80s called, they want their cell phones back. That was kind of a smart move by Rigby because it transports Pops, Benson, and Skips back in time, and they're with them. This is a golf cart, right? Yes. Yeah. So, like, first of all, how is it moving that fast? Like, if you look at the background, like, it's, it's like, it's zooming. And then also, like... I mean- I mean, I know you can go pretty fast. Like, have you guys been in a golf cart before? I have. No. Really? You need to do that. Yeah. I've a, driven one. Yeah. I mean, you can go pretty fast, but, like, it, from the uh, show, it looks like they're, like, you know, as fast as the limo, which... Oh, which, it. well, it, it'll, it'll appear in a sec, yeah. Oh, yeah, limos. I was like, wait, what are you talking <laughs> a about? A limo, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, what, what CJ was talking about is... uh. The master prank caller, like, catches up to them by, like, he's like, oh, nice ride, but I like mine better. And then he spawns a limo out of nowhere, so. Also, we should start referring to master prank caller as NPC. Um, because saying his name is very long. Master prank caller, sure, yeah. NPC. Yeah. So, yeah, master prank caller, we're going to call him NPC now. So, Skips just tells Mordecai to hold the wheel steady. He jumps onto the limousine, grabs the, like, little fin in the back, and stabs the hood of the car. Which causes the limo to flip over and thus crashing the NPC. And then he starts running after them, starts dialing again, and it he starts calling Rigby. Uh, but you know, wait, pause it. Sorry, I just laughed. Uh, cause, cause um, they were all paying attention to the phone, and then they weren't paying attention to the road. Which then they uh, ran over past Pops, who was. Walking across a wa- walking across the road, Old which pops. I thought was pretty funny. Honest, was it was or, pretty funny. Past pops, yeah, young pops rather. Young pa- pops, past <laughs> pops. pops. I'm, you know, what, actually, pops, now that yeah. I think about it, eighties pops. Uh, yeah. I just realized this. If they're back in the eighties, wouldn't pops have gotten an injury from that, and wouldn't it like have carried over to now? That's what I was kind of thinking about because, like, we've kind of seen that in like time travel movies where if you like damage something in the past like it catches up to you super quick you know we did a time travel movie yes the time traveling keyboard well didn't we wait yeah go ahead well i was just gonna think about it like i guess i'm just really logical at this point like if he hit his head maybe that's even more backstory of how poor pops his head just keeps on getting bigger and bigger and i i would say too like maybe it would transfer but also, it's, like, what, 20 years later? So then all the pain that he did receive, like, that day, or, like, when he got hit by the car then would have already healed. 
if mm-hmm. that makes sense. I don't know. So, so you're saying Time his head is, is swollen because of that? You're saying his head is swollen because of that incident? Yeah, I mean, if you think it's about it. It's still like, swollen to this day. I mean, if I got hit by a car at full speed and was knocked to the ground, maybe there would be some, you know, uh, permanent damage to my brain. True. Um, um, but I don't know. Okay, yeah. I, I wrote a note about how, so when we saw 80s Pops for the first time, he sound, he like kind of sounded very mature even though like Pops has always been known as like a like a willy-nilly type guy and his goofiness and, yeah and 80s Pops his voice was like very low or like not like very low um so I was like oh Pops seems like very mature for being Pops but if you'll notice after he gets hit by the car he gets up and then he like touches his head and then he starts to like laugh like how he normally does so maybe this is oh. kind of a thing like yeah, maybe it's a thing like, oh, did your mom drop you on your head when you oh. were little? Is that why you're like so silly? That's the backstory then that they're oh. trying to tell. Yes. That you know? that that well, makes so more it sense. It kind of does make sense. Mm-hmm. I didn't notice that until like we like watched it the second time. Wow, we're really getting the whole backstory for pops in this episode. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And this is why we do this. <laughs> yeah. So the uh Mark or so then the group uh crashes into an '80s electronic store, where uh. Mordecai looks up and sees answering machines and also a store, a store employee who's the voice, who's uh, also JG Quintel, but it's also like an unfiltered voice of High Five Ghost. I, yeah, I wrote that note down. That is, that employee guy is blatantly High Five Ghost. It's like, it's not even different at all. Wait, hold on. I got to rewind it real quick. I need to see this guy's face. Okay. I was gonna okay. Wait, I was gonna say wait. What if that's High Five Ghost before he died? <gasps> Yo, stop! Oh, stop right there. That is holy shit. You might be onto something. Creators, tell me if I'm right, please. Holy shit! That's mean, cause, like, so cool. Because like we've seen, we know like later on we're gonna find out High Five's like backstory. He's from Wichita, Kansas, and he met Muscle Man in high school, but. Maybe that was Fives like living his second life, cause he I mean, he's a ghost, so he could be older than we think, you know. Mm-hmm. So this mm-hmm. could be Fives, back when he had a body. Exactly. Yo. I mean, it doesn't look like him, but it sounds like him. Yeah, like it doesn't have to look like him, you know, cause like your body is super different than your soul, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Dude, I could be obese in my soul. Yeah. True. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm skinny fat. I, I eat like a <laughs> like a freaking pig, and I'm. You both are skinny fat. Wait, hold on. We're, me and Josh are really big eaters. Like we just yeah. eat everything, but like. Don't gain weight. That's what it means. Like when you're skinny fat, it's like you're skinny on the outside, but on the inside, like your body is like, uh-huh. you know, not receiving the best nutrition. Right. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you guys. I have been snacking on some ramen. Nice. Nice. <laughs> Um, what, what Anyways, what, continuing what, on. Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, no. I was just going to say, me and CJ had some really nice chili dogs before this. Chili. Oh, yeah. I saw in, I saw in your story. It looked like ass. No, no. No, I mean, it was well, pretty good. Well, chili's messy. It just looks... But it was pretty good. I know. Good. That's what I'm saying. It looked like ass. But I could yeah. tell it tasted pretty good. Yeah, true. Yeah. I mean, chili never is like, wow, that looks beautiful, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, high five ghost guy, hypothetically. He's like... Can I help you with anything? And then Mordecai's like, I got an idea. So they get an answering machine, and then they set it up, and we're about to see what's going to happen. Mordecai and Rigby's like, I hope this works. 
So they put the their AD cell phone next to the answering machine, calling the master prank caller. The NPC is like, dude, I thought I told you to stop calling me. But then Mordecai on the answering machine says like, hello, hello, like, can, can you hear me? Uh, I can't hear you. And then master prank caller obviously thinks that this is a real person talking. So they kind of go back and forth being like, hello, are you there? Are you there? I said, this is the master prank. Are you there? Are you there? This is the master prank. But, you know, it's... So, NPC is getting mad. And then eventually he, like, comes out of the cell phone. He's like, I said to stop. And then the answering machine, Mordecai's voice says, like, Ha, I just got you. You got pranked, loser. And NPC is... He lets out a big, no! And then as he's yelling, the entire group of the park workers just come out and tackle him and they have Rigby hit the power button and Rigby turns him off calling him a jerk dish <laughs> and yeah NPC is dead now and Mordecai and Rigby are kind of like getting all up in his face being like who's the masked print caller now loser but then what happens Josh uh the the master print caller's like was it the ear part not the ear part i don't even know like uh, where his face would be yeah the part where you would it, listen from yeah the there's a portal opens up which is somehow big enough for everyone to fit in first off yeah well there's no way pops could fit in there maybe skips could fit in there yeah yeah mordecai rigby and benson could definitely fit skips maybe but pops no way no but uh anyway but uh, the port a portal from uh, NPC's face uh, appears, and it's basically a what is it a time? Uh, what do you call it? A time? Time no. warp? Um, time? Time, time warp? Some... Uh, it's a hub, is what it is. It's a hub for where all time exists. So it's basically mm-hmm. think of Monsters Inc., but yeah. with timestamps. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and meanwhile. So. Yeah. I was just gonna say like the music while this scene is happening gave me like major Twilight Zone vibes. Um, just like that. Yeah, like if you insert like a sound like the yeah. sound of the music right now, just kind of like it's kind of eerie but like cool. It's the way back. Come on. One of these doors leads us back to the present. Mm-hmm. I mean, the color is like different shades of green yeah yeah it gives me like it's very trippy and it gives me real big alice in wonderland vibes right here well that's a good one too especially like when all the doors are like upside down and on the side yeah Yeah. it's so like weird and then you got like telephone wires hanging all over the place and um the proportions are completely off with like the characters and the size of the hallway Mm -hmm. pretty cool um so they're walking through the the like all past the doors, seeing all these different years, and then they need to find their the present time. So it doesn't exactly say 2010, but we could kind of see the number of the years like go back up, where it mm-hmm. it's like safe to assume that like yes, regular show is indeed in 2010. I always thought that regular show was based in the ni- in the 80s, but from this episode we see that not you know. So Benson says like oh there it is, and right before they walk through the door. A voice calls out, and we see that it's NPC, and his earpiece, his face plate pops off, and he looks like a little, um, he kind of looks like Senator Palpatine, I guess. 
<laughs> yeah. And he looks like E.T. a little. Yeah, that too, yeah. Um, and he basically says, like, you guys were better than me today, but you can't leave me here. And all I ever wanted to do was make prank calls like you, which, uh, that, I had a note about that. That is completely, completely false. And it's impossible because the NPC had no idea who Mordecai and Rigby were before this. So how could he know to make prank calls like them, you know? I don't know. I think he's just trying to play the sympathy card. Like, don't leave me. Yeah. I want to be like you. Like, just trying to make them feel bad to stay, I'm, you know? I mean, I wrote down, like, this was probably the first morbid death scene in regular... Like, a first on-screen death scene. I mean, maybe maybe the unicorns uh, could count, but this is, like, actually someone, like, giving out their last breath. Well, I actually know it's number two. Number two? Do you know well, what the first one was? Unicorns? Nope, it was Skip's dying. Remember? Oh, yeah, fuck, I forgot about that one. Yeah, Shit. we talked about how, like, creepy that was. He was, like, all dusting away and everything. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, oh, you want to watch that one, too? Hell no, that's creepy. It's pretty fun. No, I'm talking to you guys. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, basically, um, NPC is like, no, don't leave me here. I just wanted to be like you. Was that so wrong? Um, and the sympathy card works, I guess, because then Mordecai and Rigby kind of exchange looks, and then... Uh, fast forward back to present time, Benson is back at his apartment, he's like, he gets a phone call, hello, and then three voices on the other end say, the 70s called, they want their chair back, and then Benson falls on his ass because the chair just sent, suddenly gets sent back to the 70s, pretty funny, um, and then we see that Mordecai, Rigby, and NPC are now having fun making prank calls together, so it's a good happy ending, I guess. It's a, it is a good happy ending. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Also, um, is I think at the end, at the end credits, it's not the regular regular show outro. It's like a seventies. Oh yeah. One, or seventies eighties one. Sorry. Yeah, because usually like, I'm not sure what the the song is called for the post credit scene, but it's like the you know that one. Mm-hmm. I, that was yeah. terrible, but you know which one I mean. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that's how the episode ends. Yay! Yay! <laughs> so, how about we get some lunch time? I mean, I've been eating this entire time, but yeah, let's go there too. <laughs> lunch time. Lunch time. Lunch time. If you know what it is, you know what it is. Alright, so first, moving down on the list, who do you guys think the protagonist of this episode was? Mordecai Mordecai Rigby. Wow. See, (laughs) I was gonna... I actually was gonna say everyone, like Mordecai Rigby, Pops, Benson, and Skips, because at least... Actually, well... Maybe near the end? Yeah, maybe near the end, like all five of them at least contributed. Uh, yeah, well, I would say um, Pop. But it's mostly and, um, Pop, Skips, and Benson are more supporting characters. But it's Mordecai and Ruby that like are kind of carrying through the episode, you know, because they they yeah. are the ones that started the prank calls. You know what I mean? But I could see yeah. what you mean by that. Yeah. Uh, who do you guys think the antagonist was? The master prank caller. Yep. I Later. think it was Young Pops. How's it? <laughs> what? Are you joking? <laughs> Yeah, I'm joking. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say. Um, no, it's definitely soul. Master Prank Caller. Yeah, Master Prank Caller, but later turned good. Which, yeah. that, that you, sometimes happens with antagonists, so yeah. I mean, how do you guys feel about 
turning him into a good person after that. Um, well, we never. I'm, I'm kind of indifferent. Yeah, we never really see this guy again. Uh, I don't know. He, I, to me personally, I felt like he was kind of a, a weak villain. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Like, I don't, I don't have like any like strong negative feelings because if you think about this, like, he's been doing this for a long time, and you know, like someone, like two people that are like. Well, I wouldn't call them people, animals, <laughs> that are younger than him, just kind of stealing his position as, like, the best. So he's kind of, like, like you said, vulnerable, like a weak villain. So kind of feel sorry for him, you know? Like, you have that, like, oh, he's old and about to die, like... Yeah, he looks like a prune. Yeah, he reminds me of the grandma from um, Spongebob. Oh, that's what I was thinking, too. Chocolate. Chocolate. I remember chocolate. I remember when they first invented chocolate. <laughs> oh gosh, yeah, that kind of crossed my mind too when I was watching this episode. Ew, God, it's still disgusting. Nasty. 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 You're nasty. Right, uh, how many O's or humps were in this episode? There were zero O's, but four humps. I counted two, but when you pointed out the, was it the other two when, when they were prank or when they were trying to prank call master prank caller? That's when you notice yeah, that. True. Yeah. Yeah. There, there are four hums. Um, so, in the entire series of regular shows so far, we have fourteen O's and nine hums. Nine. Pretty cool. Mm. Yeah. Huh. Wait, fourteen O's? Yep. There were fourteen O's oh. so far. Oh my God. When was la- when was the last time we heard an O? Um, the last O we heard was in Unicorns Have Got to Go when Rigby psyched Mordecai out. Oh yeah, but that was last week. Jesus. Okay. Yeah. Uh, were there any adult jokes? Um, I did not find any adult jokes in this episode. Neither did I. Mm, yeah, me neither. Kind of all innocent. Uh, yeah, innocent, but they said crap, which is a swear word, apparently. Which was censored to crud in foreign versions. God, that's so dumb. Crud. It's dumb, yeah. Uh, any iconic moments? Any iconic regular show moments? The only thing that I could think of was the opening shot with the computer that I said. Yeah. That's, like, used in, like, commercials and stuff. I could see that. Mm-hmm. Other than I that, not that. really. Were there any songs? No songs in prank colors. I mean, there weren't... There were... There was music, but there I, weren't uh, definite songs. Like, with lyrics? Is that what you guys consider a song? Yeah, so sometimes in regular show, they feature, like, full-length songs. Like, oh. we've heard, like, Thompson Twins, we hear uh, Mississippi Queen another episode, but... Oh, okay. So, yeah. that like, yeah, everything in here was just kind of instrumental. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but there yeah. was a good amount of music. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I heard synthesize. I can't... The, synthesizer? Syn- synthesizers. There you go. There Got you it. Go. <laughs> a plus. Uh, these last two kind of go in hand-to-hand. Uh, your memorability skill and if it's good or bad. Okay. Honestly, my memorability scale for this episode was zero. Really? <laughs> okay, so you'd be surprised because I rated Unicorns Have Got to Go as, as one on a oh. scale from one to five. And we talked about how Unicorns was like the worst episode ever. The, I said the only reason I gave Unicorns a rating of one is because it's infamous. And the only reason it's talked about is because it's bad. But True. Prank Colors is also, I'm just going to say it, I thought that it was a bad episode. Wow. Um, but, I don't know, like, I just never really watched it too much. 
I feel like unicorns have got to go and prank callers. Like, both of these episodes for me just kind of, like, it never really stuck with me too much. Um, personally, like, I, I never really hear people talk about prank callers as much as they do unicorns, so that's the only reason I gave this one an even lower rating, rating than unicorns have got to go. So that's why I gave it a zero, I'm gonna, <laughs> which is a little surprising. That's for me, though. So yeah. Well, well, special guest, what about you? <laughs> well, since this is the first one I've seen, probably, I think I watched a couple with Jason about a, a few years ago. And I don't remember what we watched. Um, so I guess I'll say this is like a five. I'll probably remember. Well, to you. To I, me, yeah. yeah. So your guys' scales are different than mine. Like this is the first one I've seen in a while. So I feel right. like I'll remember it more since it just stands out. Mm -hmm. um, and I would say it's like, I don't want to say it's good or bad. I'll just say a neutral. Like I'm also um, like. Uh, you have to choose. Pick I a side. to choose. Yes, that's yeah. what we do here. What? I'm yeah, I know. So me indecisive. too. That's what I thought. So ask me where I want to eat, and I'll say I don't know. Yeah, and then, <laughs> and then I choose a place, and she's like, "Oh, I don't want that." Okay. Um, yeah, same. I'll say <laughs> it was. It was good. I liked it. What? Thought it was a good episode. Okay. Yeah, it came to a nice ending, okay. and I really liked the music and the the um, going through time scenes mm. like i found mm. those really like um like the graphics of that was just really cool and well done mm -hmm. and um, and the pops background stories a lot i think this episode had a lot of um hidden background like origin stories uh possible the handshake dude high fives <laughs> high five <laughs> high five and pops you know i just kind of yeah. saw that I mean, because, like, the storyline of this episode is definitely better than Unicorns. Um, definitely. And, like, it, it feels like it has layers and it's long, rather than, like, Unicorn episode. Like, it's just short and it's kind of, like, lazy. Um, that one was horrible to watch. Yeah. This one, like, it's it's an alright episode, but if I had to choose, I would personally rate it bad, you know? I mean, for me, I thought I'll give it a middle of the road between you guys. I'll give it like a three on the memorability. Mm -hmm. The only reason why is because of obviously the jokes, yeah. the the prank call jokes. Okay, that's true. Yeah, and like in terms of if it of it were of it being good or bad, I thought it was a good episode. What? Mm, that's good. Like I said, because of the jokes. That's mm -hmm. that's the only reason why I'm here. Yeah. I'm here for the jokes. It's all for the laughs. It is. All I for the gram. For the... Fishes love okay, the gram. No. Okay. We, uh, we don't need to go there, Jason. <laughs> so, Josh, where can they find us on Twitter? At, oh, wait. Hold on. I keep forgetting how to pronounce or see it. because I, I always forget it because I keep saying the, but it's at excellentpod on Twitter. I feel like whenever I'm editing this and you say our Twitter handle or just generally our title, you always say excellent instead of excellent. Excellent. Well, I'm, do I? Do I? I think I might have caught myself doing that too sometime. But yeah. Excellent. Well, Ex excellent. excellent. It, it kind of like rolls off the tongue Ex like a little excellent. weird. Excellent. Because you, cause you're like so used to saying excellent. Yeah. Excellent. So excellent. You, you kind of have to like slur it. Excellent. Like, hey, you're listening to the excellent pod. <laughs> Excellent. Excellent. Ew. Excellent. It's weird. 
Yeah, make it a so Z too, like a Z sound. Excellent. Excellent. Yes. Yeah, so Why didn't we make the name with a Z? Well, that's not how it's Making spelled it... on his hat. But but it makes it sound and look cooler. Nah. Excellent. With a Z. <laughs> Yeah, so Twitter is at ExcellentPod, and if you want to see more of me and Josh, our group YouTube channel is Schwam Squad on YouTube. That's also in the description of this episode. And Should we also shout out uh, CJ's? Yeah, you got anything to plug, CJ? Uh, not really. I'm I'm not that <laughs> ad- adamant or whatever. I'm not that well-known on social media, but if you want to follow me on Instagram, I don't see why not. It's... I don't even know it. <laughs> That's how much you're not on social media. <laughs> That's how much I'm not on social media, but go crazy. It's uh, Cassie underscore bubbles28. No, you no. changed. How do uh, I know it? <laughs> you know. <laughs> then say it. No, your Instagram is Cassie underscore Miller28. Okay. It yep. used to be Cassie Bubbles. I might. So. Cassie Bubbles. Uh, not judging. Yeah, yeah you are. It's like old nickname, right? Yeah, it was an yeah. old nickname from like middle school. Thanks everyone for listening to the excellent podcast and we'll see you next time.